0: Good morning, good afternoon, good meantime, good afternoon. Good, well, I already said that one. Whatever time of day it is, I want you to know I'm Lynn Ferguson and I approve this message. I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on the show, Lynn Spends, a podcast dedicated to Black life in America and all over the world and music. Uh, this episode, I want to get into the topic of Black hair and bonnets and the history and culture and whether or not they should be worn in public. So sit back, relax, just grab a snack and let's jump in. Lens. Lens. So in June, I believe, of 2021, Monique, who, uh, recently won her lawsuit with Netflix, or she won a settlement in the case. Um, are, did she want to, did they settle with her? Or did she, yeah, she did get a settlement, yes. got winner, I believe. She's won just about every award out there. Um, amazing black comedian and actress who's been in our community uh, doing uh, like wonders, you know, for decades. Uh, came out like in June of last year, I believe, uh, with a critique of Black women who are wearing bonnets in public. And we're talking about the satin silk bonnets that you wear um, to protect your you know, hairstyle when you're sleeping and your hair when you're sleeping, you know? People were, you know, there were mixed reactions, as there usually are, because Monique is real, and she keeps it real, and, you know, people, some people don't like what she says, other people do like what she says, you know, it it usually seems to be a class difference, and, you know, by class I mean people who have it and people who don't, you know, Um and some could argue it's a traditional thing. but. You know, um, you know it's, it's like the older generation who really, and people who are more traditional, who are upholding the stereotype or the standard that we are to wear this only indoors in our homes. But that's just what they've been used for. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't, only people who have, only very few people, You know what I'm saying? In comparison to the majority of the Black community have throughout history worn bonnets in public. And um, it's not a protesting statement. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that you do because, um, you know, it's a fashionable thing to wear your bonnet in public. You know? It's literally a lazy thing to do. It's a thing that you do, like, when you wear your pajamas to the grocery store. Why not wear the bonnet, too? Yet these same people will put makeup on. (laughs) Some of them. Because, you know, even not all people who wear bonnets in public put makeup on. But it's just crazy to me that people would even take issue with that because, and it just shows you where we are as a society at this point, because we're at this point at which people are really believing that if you critique someone on doing something that is just completely accepted culturally, even by your people, as like something you don't do, you know what I'm saying? You're enforcing some ridiculous stereotype. You know what I'm saying? These are the same people who will criticize transgender women or gay guys or gay women because of who they are. And not all of them, not every person who is, you know, standing for um, wearing bonnets in public um, is, you know, a detractor of the LGBTQI community. But these are the same people who will say, Oh, you know, Gabrielle Union and the way they are, you know, um, committing child abuse with their uh, daughter, Zaya um, and all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because they accept her as the woman, as the girl she is. And it's just crazy because it's like, so like... It's okay for other people to be, you know, to be criticized because of who they are, but it's not okay, um, or because of how they look and what they wear. But it's not okay for you as a Black woman to be criticized for wearing something in public that you really should not be wearing in public. Throughout the, yes, we do have a a, a lengthy Black history of, of, you know, bonnet wearing. But in that history, we wore them too bad, you know what I'm saying? Or we wore them when we were working, like as slaves, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy. Yes, it did um, head wraps and things like that all kind of got thrown into the same category and um, that kind of headgear, um, if it wasn't a, tr- uh, a, a traditional European style hat, it was seen as, you know, um, you were seen as more poor, and, um, uh, you know, reject from society, you know, uh, dejected um, appearance and things like that, you know, dejected people, like, you were not seen in a good light because of how many slaves and people who were, you know, of lower, lesser means wore them as they got more popular so it makes sense that people think that it is white supremacy that is reinforcing that you should not wear them in public until you think about the fact that we literally do not wear them in public we did not do that until recently now it seems in recent years which is why monique spoke on it it seems that girls are starting especially black women are starting to think that this is okay And we're not going to pretend that it's not a majority of Black women who are doing this. You know? I got into a debate that I'm still in the midst of through Facebook because it um, was brought up in this video that this guy posted, he's a comedian, um, and he posted some content of him you know, pretending to be the man coming home from work and seeing his wife in every state imaginable, um, even out in public wearing the bonnet. And um, him getting frustrated with it, um, but being playful about it. And people were in the comments losing their minds. And now I've become one of the people in the comments losing my mind. But we're all mad here, okay? And sometimes you just have to let them know that you can be a little crazy too. But you know, people are really coming for me and my apparent, my alleged synthetic hair follicles <laughs> because they're alleging that I'm wearing party city wigs. You know, all this other crazy stuff because they are upset because um, I have spoke on. Along with a lot of other women, how ghetto it looks, um, and um, how unkempt you look when you are not well um When you um, behave like this, when you dress like this in public, and it's just crazy because it's just like, okay, so like what? So when did if you when did telling a person? hey, you probably shouldn't wear your underwear on the outside of your jeans in public if you want to be taken seriously and have respect. When did that become an issue? But people don't consider it to be on that same level because it's something they want to do. So, you know, they're just gonna do it. And that's completely okay, but don't get mad when people have take issue with you representing us in such a bad light as a black woman. You know what I'm saying? And representing yourself in such a bad light. Like, you know, we just wanna see you take pride in yourself. We also don't wanna be associated with that ghetto ass mentality, but you know, people are always gonna be ghetto. You're always gonna exist in every group who are going to, you know, do things that are going to embarrass the group. Unfortunately, that's just how it goes. And we as Black people are not the only ones who get embarrassed. But, you know, we really need to come out of this notion that you can do anything you want to do and that people are not going to critique you over it and that there are not certain boundaries where you've crossed certain lines in your, like, in, in, like, mucky territory where, you know, people are going to come up, call out the muck. You know, like we've got to stop being so sensitive about this stuff just because, but at the end of the day, I guess you can expect it because if somebody was not raised to believe or behave that way, then they are going to feel like you're coming for them because I mean, either way, they're going to feel that way, but they are going to feel you know, justified in going off on you because they feel like you're coming for them in that capacity because they feel that there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. Which is why I am vocalizing what I'm vocalizing and putting out there what I'm putting out there so that we don't have as many girls growing up thinking that it's okay to walk out the house with a shower cap on. Because let's be real about it, that's what the fuck it looks like. No matter if it's white culture or black culture, neither one of the cultures ever perpetuated that eight shower cap, or what looks like it, is supposed to be worn in public to professional situations um, or even just in public period. I was working at Macy's recently for almost half a year, and I was consistently seeing white people come in wearing pajamas. pajamas. What are you walking into the mall, into a store like Macy's, wearing pajamas for? Like, why do you think that that's showing that you have koof? And if you don't, why do you not want to show koof when you walk into a store? You know? Like, the grocery store, I can kind of understand that. But still, it looks weird. But it's like, you're going to Macy's. What... What are you talking about? What could you even be buying from Macy's if this is how you dress and how you take care of yourself? When you're out and about. So I just wanted to come here and just talk about, you know, the hypocrisy. And also, this white woman got in the comments and she was like, um, trying to take me to task over me basically she's basically trying to do uh uh, make it seem as though she was defending black women against me and i'm just like "Bitch, i'm a black woman like you cannot jump in the middle of this is another case i went off on her this is it took me a minute because at first i was just correcting her and letting her know that you know this isn't really her place to jump into our business and start you know telling us what we should or or shouldn't or can and cannot do um, in our community. Even if you think in your misguided way that you are helping black women, it's not your place. You've got too much work on your hands with handling these hoes about the Little Mermaid and these Christians against the Little Mermaid. You've got too much work on your hands handling these people who are out here drawing Ariel with dark skin uh, uh, the face of a jackass and Sam, with Sambo characteristics, fried chicken around her neck instead of seashells, Dean on, on top of a watermelon instead of a rock in the ocean. That's what you all need to be focused on. Like, you all need to be focused on, you know, correcting your white brethren about how you all are reacting to Black people being in fantasy movies and TV shows while you're whitewashing us out of history. You don't need to be jumping into Black people's business talking about how a Black woman should use her hair or or do her hair. You know what I'm saying? You all have too much work. But when I got that deep, she didn't have nothing to say. But in the beginning, I was keeping because I was keeping a kosher, she went for a minute. And she kept coming back with stuff like calling me a Nazi and a colonizer, saying that I was enforcing European beauty standards and claiming that she the, the 1% of Native Americans she allegedly has. From the 1% her mother allegedly had. And she showed a picture of this white family, her mother, father, and her like i was supposed to see something other than three white people white people even got in the post and corrected her you know and we're like hey you know this is not okay you know it's just not okay you can't um sit here and get in this business i know you're trying to look cool one of the Black women even said, was like, you know, I know you're trying to look cool, but this ain't it. Black women and white women agree with me. So clearly it's a very polarizing issue. And I know why it's polarizing, because we live in this new society where, you know, kids are taken over and it's causing a lot of problems and a lot of benefits uh, to aid the society as well we're getting new perspectives where we need them but where we don't need changes these things are being challenged the status quo of what is presentable is being challenged and that is a good thing but when it comes to certain things certain things are just 101. you don't walk to Macy's or drive to Macy's in your nightgown you you should not be wearing pajama pants at at the grocery store you should not be out in public wearing a fucking some some headgear for rest for when you're resting and i'm not reneging so they can keep coming with the vitriol (laughs) and the attacks but i will continue to serve these hoes in this comment section because i'm not plan and I was one of the very few black people who stood in solidarity with Monique when she first came out and asked us to boycott Netflix I still have a page up devoted to Monique that I created seven, five, seven years ago you know what I'm saying because I was in support of what she did she stood up against netflix a major corporation in hollywood and she said you know what you i'm not gonna let you blowball me like this and i'm not gonna let you disrespect and discriminate against me like this the majority of the black community did not stand with her and when i look at the comments in this post about black hair where, where, you know, people are upset with me. I have 50 likes on my most popular comment. This white chick has like 400 likes on hers. Four and a half hundred almost. So it's like, you know, consistently I am on the side of, you know, black people, even when black people are not on the side of ourselves. So, because I have that fortitude, that formidability, and that conviction, you won't come for me, huh? You, you can't possibly come for me. I have things that you all don't even comprehend. So, I've got a Japanese-American collaboration to work on with a black East girl named Isla. And um, Isla and I look forward to dropping that and continuing on with my night. I just wanted to let you all know that this is what I feel about the bonnet situation. If you don't like it, oh well.